you've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. It's 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 getting a little warmer out right now that uh but that Christmas feeling is still in the air as it always is here. And you got that Christmas <laughs> feeling. <laughs> so uh today we're gonna talk about when do you know yeah, it's Christmas? The the way I word it this episode, yeah. because we're both Gilmore Girls fans, yes. is I smell snow. When do you know it's Christmas? When do you know it's Christmas? Obviously, for those who don't watch Gilmore Girls, Lorelai <laughs> Gilmore, whenever it's just about the snow, she says, I smell snow. And then the snow falls, and then your hearts shatter, and a single tear, pew, down the side of yeah. your face. But, Gilmore Girls aside, yeah, yes. when when are, like, what are the things that, like, as soon as it happens, as soon as you see it, you're like, oh. like you start to so, feel... Cause I got, I got a big one. I'm the absolute worst. And my family can attest to this is like, it'll be mid July, like August. And I'll be like Christmas feelings in the air. I can yeah, feel it. I can say, oh, we, uh, <laughs> but, um, 
But a lot of the times my family would go down to Myrtle Beach in August mm-hmm. and there's a huge Christmas store down there called the Christmas Mouse. Yeah. Like 365 days, all they sell is Christmas ornaments, Christmas themed decorations, yada, yada, yada. We've got another one that it's closed now, but it's right in Rehoboth, which is an hour from me. Okay. So like whenever it's like beach season, I'm <laughs> I'm popping into those stores. But Christmas to me, the feeling hits me around mid-October. Yeah, and I, and I want to clarify something yeah. real quick. What I mean by this, yeah. and I'm sure that this is where you're going anyway, yeah. but for the listeners, what I mean by this is not like, like I have a friend who's like, it's not Christmas until I sit down and I watch Scrooged. And that's like, this is stuff that you have no control over. Yeah. Just in the world of nature, in the world of media, or something happens and you're just like, it's here. It's right around yeah. the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so continue. So okay. mid, mid-October, around mid-October. Around mid-October, starting to get a little cooler out. That was more before climate change has taken over. Yeah. <laughs> it starts to get a little cooler out mid-October. I'm officially Halloweened out. Yeah. You're burned out. Because you're super burned out. You live Halloween all year exactly. round. Those of you that know us, we're both huge horror nerds, like, obviously. Like Matt just said, it's Halloween 365 as well yeah i've talked about this before on other shows but for me like at halloween time that's like really the go-ahead for me to sit down and watch like a lot of the old black and white classics yeah because i'm like yeah sure you can watch the thing in halloween amateur like i've been watching that all year round (laughs) like i want something that's a different tone to make it feel like it's oh it's halloween time let's pop on like the original 1931 dracula exactly (laughs) so i'm halloweened out but at the same time, I'm still like, let's go do these haunted attractions because yes. you can't do them any other time yes. of the year. Stop on these hayrides. Yep. Do, 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 do. Oh, look, they just jumped out. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst on those things because it's like you've done enough of these. Yeah. And you're like, all right, that tree seems suspiciously like it yep. can cover a human body. Yep. I will sit there and and I'll be sitting with Taylor, my girlfriend, or Stevie, my little sister, and I'll be like, I'll have to warn them. I'll be like, that's a person. Yeah. <laughs> That's a person. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny because like I'll take my niece and nephew and they're always like, you go first. And like what no one understands is like if you're first in a haunted attraction, you don't get any of the scares. Nope. None of them. Nope. Because one of two things happen. Well, basically it's a it's a double edged sword. So if you're scared of haunted attractions, always agree to go into the front. Yep. Because A, you will see the group ahead of you's reaction reaction to a scare but also the actors know that you've seen that yes so they won't bother you they'll go for someone who's like the third or fourth in the line for the scare because they know that the scare has been ruined for you so that's just a little two horror experts tips on if you're afraid of haunted attractions always get in the front and it's it's always good knowing what's coming next if you are entering a long hallway there's something at the end of that yeah. hallway. Like, like, just to know that there's yeah. 100%. something coming. It's like coming. a couple a couple years back, we have a haunted attraction on here called Frightland. And it's cool because it's like a bunch of carnival rides, but also the different haunted attractions around the area as well. And the, there's one based around a guy with a chainsaw. So the entire thing, like there's stuff happening in the house, but you know what's coming at that end is this guy yeah. is going to come at you with this chainsaw. I would be hard-pressed to think of an attraction that I've been to that doesn't end with the guy with the chainsaw. Exactly. It is the button on every haunted <laughs> exactly. attraction. Exactly. And right at the end, you get to this room, and it's a very narrow hallway. And like, if you're not an idiot, 
you know, at the end of this hallway, there's going to be that guy. Exactly. It's going to be this guy with the chainsaw. But no, we love those haunted yeah, attractions. But, but by but the yeah, time by the I'm time, going to them. Dude, by like October 20th, I just want to sit, eat some ginger snap cookies, yep. watch yep. some black and white movies, and wait for it to be time yep. for me to switch over from the horror black and white movies to the Jimmy Stewart black and white yes, movies. Sir. It's something like, that I can control because I kind of want to talk t- touch on both while okay. we're here. Something that I can control is every Halloween that I'm not getting my tonsils removed, which I did this year, so I did not get to enjoy my Halloween. At the end of the night, I think we've talked about this before, I'll watch uh, Michael Doherty's Trick or Treat. Yeah. But long live Sammy Kerr. That's the better Trick or Treat movie. Yes. I'll watch Trick or Treat and then immediately follow it up with Michael Doherty's Krampus. Okay. So I'll watch them both. I know your feelings on Krampus. We're not going to get into that. No, we won't get into that. There'll be an episode one day on it. It's the perfect transition to me. Because like you're going from Halloween horror to Christmas horror. You're keeping it in that Halloween realm. And now you're in November. Exactly. And And now I'm into November. It's fucking go time so one thing everyone's I, just got to deal with you for the exactly. next 55 days. One, one, one thing I can't. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of how it is. You're just like, like, you've been dealing with me holding back, but now it's on, Grandma. Our mutual, our mutual friend, uh, Sean Ward, will like flip out on me if i'm in like the group chat and i'm like christmas is in the air he's like get (laughs) out of my face he's like he's like i love christmas but december 1st dude you gotta hold off like december 1st is late sean if you're listening you have an amazing potential to be a real life santa if you dye that beard oh 100 you've you're i'm just saying you got a calling he Lean does, into don't, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> don't don't be afraid, Sean. So the one thing I, I can't control, but I can kind of control, and you'll understand in a second here, is a couple years ago, I found out that Sirius XM starts their Christmas music November 1st. Yeah. November 1st. <laughs> I'm an on-again, off-again subscriber to Sirius XM. I subscribe and then immediately regret it because I know when I unsubscribe, I have to actually physically call them to, to unsubscribe Ooh. and then they're going to yell at me when I try to unsubscribe. It's like the gym that makes you have to physically go face to face and be like, I don't want to pay you anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there were a couple of years there where either I would stay subscribed or I would resubscribe to Sirius XM November 1st. Just to get that Christmas Christmas music playing. Now, you also have to realize that we're two guys that have multiple Christmas playlists. Yeah. (laughs) Multiple ways to listen to Christmas music. I haven't listened to a radio radio station in I don't even know how long. So this is this is insane to me. Right? And it's it's insane to me. As I like (laughs) I have these things. But I'm like Because I actually genuinely think, and we'll get to a full episode about this one day, I'm sure, but like Christmas radio kinda sucks because there's not nearly enough variety to it. A hundred percent. My iPod has more variety than any Christmas radio station. There's no reason for me to resubscribe to to Series XM. Don't do it this year. I'm not gonna do it this year. I didn't do it last year either. But there's something about knowing that Christmas music is playing that it's an option. on the radio it's there. yeah it's just knowing it option. exists because nine times out of ten i would resubscribe 
and then still listen to my <laughs> to my phone say, or my iPod like, or whatever. What are you gonna do? Just click it on to listen to the same version of like Bob Seger's exactly. Little Drummer Boy like a million times. And I will say, what's nice about Sirius XM doesn't play the same stuff that's on your FM radio stations. Yeah. So they do switch it up, but not by much. You're still gonna get your same same old same yeah, old shit. I'm just over the. I'm, I hate to say I'm over the classics, but like working in retail where that's the only Christmas music you get hit with, it's like I will happily take the pop punk cover of yes. this classic song yeah. at this point because I've just, I've heard the Frank Sinatra version enough. But like November 1st, knowing that it's an option, to me, that's when Christmas starts. That's the beginning. And I don't even start my full Christmas music listening because, again, I know this sounds crazy for two people with a Christmas podcast. But you will burn yourself out. You will. No, no. You gotta. There's a reason why you and I have tried our best to do these episodes like four at a time on a single day because it's a lot to legitimately watch Christmas specials all year round. It is. It is. (laughs) It makes the season less special. For sure. And that's why it was like, and that was something that you and I talked about from the start. Was like, okay, we gotta like do block recordings, just so that we're not like. We got to do block recordings or if we have to do like a more week to week, it's got to be stuff like the Rick and Morty episode. That's like just barely a Christmas. Like I can't I if we were doing like I'm watching It's a Wonderful Life this week and next week I'm watching Miracle on 34th Street. I'd be like, well, but that's what I do at Christmas time. (laughs) Like it would ruin it for me. Yeah, I agree with you with the Christmas radio. I would say for me in a similar vein, it's that moment that you walk into the mall for the first time you hear that christmas music playing yeah and then you're like there's wreaths okay i thought you're gonna say yeah and and like oh like it's all decked out and you're just like oh it's here so the 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 problem i have with that is more in recent years as i've seen stuff in the stores in like september yeah (laughs) no no no. it's nope not getting the christmas feeling quite yet for me it's not it's not the end of it's when the physical mall has converted itself into like like when i walk into that mall and that mall is a winter wonderland inside of it i'm just like yes and that's kind of the thing that's a bummer about the fact that like indoor malls are kind of going away like as we've learned this past year it's probably for the best that it's not a giant indoor mall but like that vibe of when you step into the mall and the sliding doors open and you just get hit with the music yeah, <laughs> and you just see all the decorations everywhere. And you're just like, it's time. And you're like Skipping Dude, this through. This is the reason we have this podcast. Cause like you're sitting here describing it and in my, I'm like my body. I'm like, you're feeling it. Yeah. Like I really want, like, is it, is it, is it November yet? Like, there's, is it December yet? There's one other big one for yeah. me though. Okay. It's a specific commercial. Is it the kiss? The kisses? The no. Hershey kisses? No. Okay. It's the lottery commercial that has been playing. I don't know if this plays down here because it's the Pennsylvania uh, lottery. Very regional. It may be regional. It's <laughs> there the, you go. It's the uh, Pennsylvania lottery commercial. <laughs> and they have been playing the same commercial for what has to be 20 years. Okay. And it's a group of Christmas carolers standing outside and a guy walks up to this little like gas station booth to get his lottery ticket. And the guy's like, another lottery ticket, Gene? He's like, yeah, another lottery ticket, Gene. And he takes his lottery ticket and he walks away and the Christmas carols are just like, Merry Christmas from the lottery. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I've nope, like, never seen that in my oh, life. Oh, <laughs> I'll play that commercial for you before. Oh, I mean, I'll do. pull the audio and put it in here too. Nice. But- it's holiday 
season my good friend gave to me. Seven Powerball tickets, six match six chances, five cash prizes, four big fours, three daily numbers, two mega millions. Happy holidays, Rita. Pennsylvania Lottery tickets make great gifts, like the new $20 Mary Millions. Happy holidays. And best wishes from the lottery. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. We're here too. Entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Yeah, every time that commercial comes on, I'm like, oh, it's time. Dude, Christmas commercials in general are like, like that's what sets we, the tone. We, we're definitely going to get into those. We, I don't have wanna... someone, we have someone who has requested that they get to be on here to do an episode All just about, about it. and it's someone you and I both know. Oh. Tom Combs. Love it. I can't wait for that conversation. That, I mean, there's one. like no better person to like, yeah. hey, just sweet as sugar human yeah. being but also just encyclopedic knowledge of like 80s and 90s stuff dude i'm about it the only one i want to mention right now because i know that we're going to do a deep dive yeah yeah into yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them but do you have one specific commercial that when you that every oh, year shit. you look forward to knowing that that's going to come on and you're going to be like yep it's christmas time baby so because we're going to do that episode with tom combs yeah I'm actually going to talk about a more recent commercial All right, because I know we're going to hit the classics. Oh, yeah. And it's the Apple Frankenstein commercial. Did you ever see this one? No. Okay. Maybe. Continue. It's basically a take on Frankenstein's monster and okay. terrorizing the town. And he comes in to this town and I'm doing this all by memory. Um, he comes into the town and all everybody's freaking out and... He, instead of bolts in his neck, he has Christmas bulbs. And one of the Christmas bulbs goes out. And as everybody's freaking out, he's sitting there and this little girl, like a very Cindy Lou Who-esque girl, yeah. comes up and kind of like hands him another bulb. And like he screws it in and they shine. And the uh, the entire town starts singing. And oh my God, dude. I've never, never seen, seen this commercial. This. We're gonna watch this. I am definitely I, I gonna watch this. Probably just did this. like an awful job describing no, it. I but... was I closed my eyes and I pictured the whole thing. <laughs> if you have never seen this commercial, like this this thing will bring tears to my eyes. And that's again kind of it. falls perfectly into your like trick or treat into Krampus yeah. type thing because it's got a little just a little bit of dash of that Halloween still yeah. in there. Yeah, and oh, I that's love good it. stuff. But 
like November 1st to me that's the Christmas season beginning. That is that is pre-Christmas. That's pre- as well, I've called it. No, I I agree with that because like I jokingly but not jokingly will refer to like Thanksgiving as like the Christmas test run. Like yeah. we've we're seeing how well we're going to interact at the dinner table exactly. in for next month. Like we're getting the test run in. Mm-hmm. And I'll say there is no Thanksgiving season. There is a no. Christmas season. And that's why it's a get day, it. all right? People? That's that's the thing that pisses me off when people are like, "Oh, you're just skipping over Thanksgiving." And it's like, "What exact like I know my mom has Thanksgiving decorations, but I don't know many other people who do." My 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 parents do. You know what I mean? well. But it's like <laughs> what like what season? There's like four things about Thanksgiving in films. Exactly. Like there's there's not a season. It's like a day that most people legitimately dread having to sit and be trapped at a dinner table exactly. with their family. Exactly. Uh, there's no presents involved. Nope. The only good... the So here's the thing that over the years, Homeboy has really learned to love a parade in the last couple yes, of years. Yes, So dude. like Macy's Day Parade, I mean, talk about a moment that sets the tone. Yep. When you're watching the Macy's Day Parade and you know that that bad boy, just as the chainsaw is at the end of the haunted attraction, <laughs> you know that that parade is ending with Santa Claus handing out candy canes. You're just like, oh, oh here we come. Like Dude. you're, we're getting. Re- oh my God, Macy's Day Parade happens. All of a sudden, whenever you hear a fire truck, you don't think something's burning down, but you think Santa's in town. Like it's a great time to be alive. There is nothing that gets me more excited now. Everybody thinks that I hate Thanksgiving because I much know, like it's just it's a nothing. Skip, day. It's skip, just a day. Exactly. <laughs> I go November first. I'm starting my Christmas stuff. I'm not going full blown. Like I'm not. Like I said, I'm not oh, throwing steps. the Christmas radio on. But I'll start listening to albums that I listened to like in high school around Christmas time and stuff like that. This was, year was different. This year was I needed Christmas to yes, start on November first yes. on in 2020. I'm hoping that this year, fingers crossed, we get to like a normal fall. Yeah. Maybe like knocking on some wood. Yeah, this year maybe November. You're just like you know what. I just want to spend as much more time outside with my friends as I possibly yeah. can because I've missed them for the last like yeah. 16, 18 months. Like I'm fine with that. I'm fine with saying, you know what? This year, maybe I, maybe I will pump the brakes. I did Christmas hardcore starting November 1st. Maybe this year, like I will wait until Black Friday to be like, it's Christmas time. But I'm seeing Dylan's face, and I know that that's how I feel inside, too. I'm going to put on the Christmas music literally November 1st. I'm going to go right from my Halloween playlist iPod to my Christmas playlist iPod. And I mean, there's been some years, well, I'll put up on Facebook, working on my Christmas playlist. It's October 27th. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the things that I like to do around that November time as I'm easing my way into Christmas is listen to music that puts me in like a wintry feeling. Yeah. And it's real. I don't know how this started. I take it more back to high school. Cause like around that fall winter time, I was, I was in drama in high school. So yeah. like we were putting on shows and hanging out with everybody else. And I always listen to the music that I listened to at that time. So it was a very winter album. If you disagree, you're wrong. Kanye's 808s and Heartbreaks okay, is 100% that. a winter yeah. album. Family Force 5's uh, Dance or Die. Like a lot of like weird alt alternative pop, I, like Warped Tour pop. So here's that the I would thing listen with Family Force 5. We're going to go on a little tangent here. We're going to talk about their Christmas album at some point. Too, oh, for sure. It's amazing. So Family Force 5, I remember seeing them for the first time at the Purple Door Festival. Yeah. So I got a copy of their EP before they ever put out an album. Okay. Like they have this demo EP, which apparently I guess like they 
literally, if you didn't see them live before they got signed, like you don't have a copy of it. But the business up front party in the back yeah. record, I loved. Yeah. I could never fully get into anything after They're that. changed to like, it was almost like a new wave type. Yeah. Like for me, it was just music. like, this is, I remember they were the band, someone told me they were the only band that literally gave them headaches to watch live. <laughs> because like, I'm not sure if you've ever experienced Family Force 5 live. Yeah. But they, at the time that I was seeing them live, they had the gigantic drum machine yeah. thing. And the dude would just be pounding the beats. And like, you would feel it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And my friend was just like, I can't take that much bass. Yeah. Like, that's so much bass. But yeah, we'll get into that Christmas album. Because yeah. the songs I've heard off of it are good, but I've never sat down and listened to the whole thing. Because Dance or Die was so dramatically different than what I loved about like their weird, like, what even is that? Like... Because I hate it, Crunkcore. Yeah. But they were an exception to the rule because they were like new metal Crunkcore. I loved Crunkcore. Oh, God. I <laughs> Broken Side, hook it to my fucking oh, veins, bro. Man. That Broken... first, bro- first two Broken Side records, Teach Me How to Scream and uh, 40 Ounce. I saw Broken Side live uh, and I was not having a good Broken time. Side. Um, it was Broken Side and Dot Dot Curve. See, mine was, was great. I saw Broken Side with the Millionaires and uh, Hyper Crush. Hyper Crush, dude. We got we still got to talk about the Hyper Crush mix. Yeah, I, that I sent you. Guys. Hyper Crush was definitely the one I walked away liking the most out yeah. of those three. Crunkcore was definitely a genre where I was literally thinking about this the other day. Like, what's a genre that you don't think could have a resurgence? Like in history, I was editing an episode of One Hit Thunder and we were talking about Yacht Rock and yeah. how like Yacht Rock was like the super lame music in the 70s that was really popular. But similar to disco now, it's kind of had this resurgence where people are just like, you know what? Like Yacht Rock fucking rules. I think I know where you're going and like, I'm going to disagree with you 100%. Like you think historically people are going to look back and be like, you know what? We were wrong about Crunk Rock. I think Crunk, crunk Core has already made a resurgence. This is very out of our element. If we're talking about like... So let me take a quick... What I'm not saying is a resurgence. Okay. What I'm saying is like when we look back on it in the history books, we're like, you know what? This wasn't as bad as... Yeah. Okay. That I can agree with. Like I don't think Crunkcore is ever going to get like a revisionist history. Because... Like I I think it's how we feel about it is how we feel about it. There is a huge music scene involving like i guess what's being considered hyper pop right now oh yeah yeah, i know that it's Um, definitely influenced like like, new genres trap metal and like i mean it is like you just said the main influence on these genres is that myspace scene crunk core scene but the only person who i've seen like look back and say this is what influenced this. This is how we got here. Yeah. Is a guy on YouTube who runs a channel called the Punk Rock MDA. I know. I was about exactly. to say Punk exactly. Rock MDA. He's Finn the McKinley. only one that has said all of this came, yeah. came from this. No, no. And I agree with him in the sense that there's a, like I'm talking specifically like a critical revisionist history okay. where someone's like, you know what? The Doobie Brothers, what a fool believes is actually a jam. And we were foolish to be like, this is soft rock. Like, it rules. Unfortunately, no one is going to give Crunkcore the credit. Yeah. So you're saying you're you're doing the the music that makes you think of Christmas in your teen years. Like around that time, like, what do I listen to now when I'm like cleaning up the house or something? I'll probably throw like full blown Christmas. Yeah. Why not? Around that time. But like. If I'm like going out or I'm riding with somebody, like we're listening to like the music that that makes me think about that time. 
Yeah. No, I think that's fair. But yeah, dude, like November, again, because you and I talk about Christmas so much, people think that we just skip over November. November is one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah. It's, it's a, a build beautiful. Up. It's it a is, beautiful build up. Yeah. It's all build up. And the same people that say, oh, you can't start your Christmas early, early November are the same people that on December 23rd are like, Christmas just snuck up on And me. I think that that's why, like, similarly to how when, like, Halloween is over for you and I were like, all right. Yeah. Like, I still agree with you that like December 26th is like one of the worst days of the year, but like, I'm not like clinging to anything by the time December 25th rolls around because I had 55 straight days of getting hot. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, and I mean, there are times when it gets, when it's starting to get super close to Christmas, I'm not going to lie. Like December 22nd. Starting to pull back a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, maybe I don't want to sit here and listen to Christmas music all day long it's one of the weirdest (laughs) things which like i'm only just starting to get better at is being like you know what maybe instead of making sure i watch it's a wonderful life i should spend time with my loved ones (laughs) (laughs) well i feel that and i guess this this hit me more like fresh out of high school going back to the halloween thing is i'm like oh my god halloween's here i didn't watch every halloween movie this year yeah i didn't do this this and this and then i like it kind of finally hit me where i'm like you know you can do these things yeah you can still just do that after halloween it'll give you the same yeah society is the one that's telling you that you're not allowed to watch these things and that's why i think even this year because we recorded a podcast the day after christmas which was fun actually really fun great even though on the podcast i was like oh blah 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 that was more of an act because honestly in more recent years, like you just said, it's kind of been like, all right, cool. Like Christmas is over. I mean, I still have the feeling of Christmas all, all, the, time, all the time, but but you know it's what? It's nice to have that wind down yep. leading into it. It's okay. And we're going to have Christmas next year. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be great. And and I really do think that the, the best thing that happened with the 2020 Christmas was that like, I'm not putting as much pressure on Christmas to be something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like, no, it's just a it's just Christmas. Like, yeah. It's just a day. It's all right. It's it's cool to have. Like it's yeah. it's amazing. I'm glad that it's there. It's wonderful to have, but it's it's again, just a day. Yeah. It's just a day and I'll get through it. So your big thing that got your holiday going is that lottery commercial. I hear that lottery commercial and I get stoked. Now we're gonna get into more commercial stuff yeah. before before this next Christmas rolls around for sure. But like I'll say that I have a VHS tape that I watch very regularly that were taped off the television at Christmas time and it has mm-hmm. all of those Christmas commercials. Nice. So like I will sometimes just pop in that tape for the nostalgia of like, oh yeah, that's that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, so when we do the commercial episode with Tom, I think we need to do like almost a video one and you need to set up a camera facing your television and we'll watch well, the ones you've got. Let's <laughs> let's even plan this ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on wax. Okay. Uh, or whatever the version of an SD card is. <laughs> uh, Come June. Okay. I'll have my studio built with live streaming capabilities. All right. I think yeah. that we'll record that episode at my house. All right. In the studio. I'm in. We'll bring Tom. Let's do it. And Tom and I will compile footage and we'll do it like a reactions video. We'll stream it. Ooh. People can watch us watching it on YouTube and Facebook. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. I think that that would be... Well, you know what? We'll aim for July. 
it'll be our Christmas in July. Christmas in July special. special. Like, I hey, we got to we got this far. We're halfway there. So Let's- when do you know it's Christmas? Uh, when Christmas 365 goes live and gives you their reactions. Yeah, there we, I think that that's a I think that's a perfect spot to end with that little that little nugget of what's to come. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Matt. Whoa, oh, whoa. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.